0: Greetings Bloodbags, and welcome to Two terrifying takeover of the spookiest month of the year. Daltober is dead and gone, but it has risen from its grave with an insatiable thirst for blood and a month of vampire stories. So grab your garlic and your crucifixes and prepare yourself for Vancouver. blood-sucking paranormal freaks out there, it is I, Golden Jay, and hanging out with (laughs) the rocker chick, and (laughs) Jay Dove, and welcome to the first episode of (laughs) Vamtober. I got all excited there, but totally fucked up my intro. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hi, guys. Hello. Are you excited? We're finally into (laughs) Vamtober. It's going to be an interesting (laughs) evening. (laughs)
1: Uh,
0: Well, uh, thanks for joining me today. And thanks for, um, you know, the most scariest month of the entire year. I'll tell you what, though. um, As September rolls into the middle, I've noticed that... Halloween has started way, way early.
1: As it should. <laughs> I love Halloween.
0: <laughs> we have a neighbor. is not really a neighbor neighbor, but it's just down the road from us. And the rocker chick will explain to you her excitement
2: it was. in I this was house <laughs>
0: that has been going on for the last couple weeks.
2: So I came home from work last Monday. And drove by this house. And there's this big old ass skeleton outside. I mean, huge. (laughs) The 12 foot tall ones. However big they are. I don't know. 12 foot? We never
0: even went and looked to see. I mean, we talked to Sean about that a couple weeks ago. And it's like 15, 20, 12. What was it? I don't
2: know. It's huge. And then, so it's like I come home. I was like, hey, the neighbor's got a big skeleton down there. You know, I'm jealous. Come home Tuesday. Go by their house. There is a Grim Reaper, just as big as the skeleton, and a werewolf, just as big as the skeleton. Wednesday, I go by. (laughs) The skeleton is walking a skeleton dog. (laughs) And there is a 12-foot broom with a witch flying off of it. (laughs) That's awesome. The next day, let's see. The next day, there was a whole cemetery scene with the Grim Reaper in the middle of it, a di- different Grim Reaper, and ghosts all around it and tombstones. And then the following day, following night, because we went back by to show Montana, yeah. um, they were putting um, a huge spider web up the house. With oh, a, nice.
0: a big-ass spider on it.
2: <laughs> so nice. Yeah. Completely jealous.
0: Completely. Yeah. We have yeah. a
2: big ass yard. We could put like thousands yeah. of those out there.
1: So <laughs> on over by our campground, these people have in Wabash, they have a haunted house. It's called like the Fear Factory. And last year they had those giant skeletons. One was the pumpkin head. One was the skeleton. One was the werewolf. This year they have an old Amish buggy. They have skeleton horses pulling it. They have all these little skeletons hanging out of the buggy, and then they got those giant skeletons all around it. We know those people. Yeah? Yeah, they have the campsite at
2: Jellystone. That is awesome. And they set up for Halloween. And- yep. Yep. You think it's the same people? I'm betting it's the same people. Because
0: like, when you talk about that, because it was like uh, the horse and buggy was an old um, uh, hearse.
1: Mm, yeah, yeah, I think it is. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they set yeah, all he set all that shit up out on his little lot at Jellystone for October, oh, uh wow. for Halloween in July whenever they whenever they do it. But they actually revamped it because the, the haunted trail got rained out, so they added an extra weekend on the end and did the haunted trail out there nice. for everybody. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah,
0: yeah, that if it's the same one, it's yeah, that that dude has some shit too. And I mean that's a lot of stuff.
1: So was the one you were talking about that way or that way? Like will I pass but it?
0: You should pass it on yeah. your way home if you take if you take old 30 that way.
1: I do. Yeah. I don't know how I missed it. I guess I got sidetracked It's cause... It's,
0: it's easy to miss coming from coming from Warsaw. So okay. uh it's right there um uh I always get distracted you... by the horses.
1: Mm? <laughs> no, <Right>. really. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um just before you get to get to Atwood there it's it. on the it's on the north side. I have to look. On your left. Well, it'll be dark, on... probably. Yeah, but it'll be lit up. There'll be Ooh, lights and yes. stuff out there. Yeah, they did do some things, so. That's cool. What do you... Is, that the... Is that the neighbors? Yeah, that's okay. the picture. Is that the same play? Is that the same one? Or yeah, were they it, just telling it you about it?
2: smaller, so.
0: Yeah, we've heard that before. Sure.
2: <laughs> like the same thing?
1: Uh, yeah. yeah, but they have the skeleton horses at their house. Oh, okay. Yeah, pulling it.
0: so wild isn't that crazy
1: you'll have to drive over there because it's it's neat
0: it's in Wabateki
1: no it's right over there by my campground oh okay yeah
0: well you said something about Wabash so I wasn't sure
1: that's where their uh, haunted house is like the fear factory or something like that uh huh okay yeah we should we should go to the haunted house oh dear Uh, god
0: yeah I need to
1: that would be fun wouldn't it guys let us know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the United States of Paranormal at gmail dot com.
1: Yes, <laughs> make Jeremy can, go first. I can
0: see it now. Mason's going to be the first one on there. Going, I right, Jay, you got to go. You got to go. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to Mason. I hope he's feeling better. Uh, I was watching him on Facebook. He's he's sick. So uh, Mason, hope you're feeling better soon. So I'd like to shout out that dude, man. He's constant. He's on it. All right. He's on it. Sweet. Always with us. Feel better. Um, so, hey, I do want to get to... Um, do we have anything else you want to cover? Anything else exciting going on?
1: No.
0: All right. Well, I'd like to get to couple on emails if you guys don't mind. Yeah, do it. Eh? All right. So, uh, let's start off with Andrea... Uh, I'm going to say Greener. Um, She sent us a message that says, Thank you guys for keeping me entertained on my commutes from Plymouth to Fort Wayne. Mm-hmm. So Nate, to listen to people from around the area, so cool. Give her a shout out. Thank you for, and I did. I did reply to the to the uh, to the email. So
2: nice. I,
1: I um, good job.
0: Don't always get to all of them.
1: It happens.
0: I, I'm I'm busy, and then I feel like a turd because I don't get back to the get back to answering them, but. Listen, people, I do get your emails and I so much appreciate them. And I will reply to these, even though I'm giving you a shout out on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> and if he misses
1: it, just resend it.
0: Yeah, there you go. No. <laughs> just yeah, resend it over and over again. But um, this next email comes from uh, Teresa. And Teresa uh, says, I was on Apple podcast looking for a paranormal podcast and it came across yours. Uh, I live in Warsaw, and I listen while I am at work, and you all make me laugh. I did listen to the one on Alcatraz, and you said only one person escaped. I did research on Alcatraz uh, before because I want to go there, and it said that there were three that escaped, (gasps) and they used faked heads in their bed. Um, I have a suggestion uh, to cover. She does mention the Barbie Hotel which is really close to our, it's uh, really close to us. So, um, is a lot of history and many have had interactions with spirits there. So can't wait to listen to more. Uh, that was from Teresa. So Teresa, thank you for the suggestion. We'll look into that. Uh, we know about the Barbie hotel. We've talked about it, uh, off air several times, but, um, uh, as far as Alcatraz goes, uh, I went back and redid, the uh, re relugged into it on different places than what I had originally looked at it at. Um, I believe there was four.
1: <gasps> there was oh. actually
0: four people that escaped. But I don't know that they, I, in the midst of all that, I was reading that there had been like 39 or 40 attempts. And um, they didn't, most of them didn't survive. The, you know, were they killed. Swim, with, right? Yeah, because that water is so cold and so treacherous, and and all that. But the four that I read, that said that they never found them, so they don't know if they actually made it, or Ooh. so that's why they think that the, they escaped. That's why they consider those three or four escape they got a free pass they- <laughs> for escaping
1: they never found them
0: they never found them so i probably why you never really said that they escaped i think there was just a one and it was so funny because i went back and read my research and went back and researched and even the one that i had said that they said had escaped didn't even show up in the four so mm-hmm. it was kind of strange i'm going to go back and look into it a little bit more to to see what the differential was or um you know, where I got my information compared to where I was getting the new information. But, um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Call me out on those things because, mm. you know, I did. I found it in black and white right there. He's it more than just that one escape? So there you go.
2: There you go. Thanks, Teresa.
0: Appreciate the e- uh, the email and uh, I love that you're from. Our hometown of Warsaw, Indiana, Wartucky. War <laughs> no, that doesn't work like that. It's Daddy Warbucks. <laughs> oh, sorry. Because we're the orthopedic capital of the world. No. Okay, fine. Uh, are you sure? No, I got nothing. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, I got one more email here. Uh, and uh, this is from our good friend, Crispy Tenders. Woo! And uh, I want to read this because it says, uh, all right, you ready?
2: hmm
0: It says, my, uh, Golden Jay, my friend, tell the amazing rocker chick that she did a wonderful job. I was on the edge of my seat. I will always be fascinated with the by the Wendigo from the fork, for, <laughs> fuck <laughs> from the folklore of looking in, uh, for places to find it. Not that I want to meet it and die, but I know it exists. And it, uh, if that makes any sense.
1: <laughs> don't just, do it! Don't do it! You might it. die. You,
0: you might yeah. die, or
1: you might eat somebody. Yeah, <sighs>
0: crispy. We don't want you to eat anybody, <laughs> no uh and I know, and I know it's out there, um somewhere in the woods <laughs> somewhere in the in, cold, woods. cold woods in the cold deep, deep anyways, he says, thank you again, and go lions, so yeah <laughs> <Damn. laughs> <laughs> um, I have one more email that I am going to save for the next episode because. It is an amazing email, and I want to give it the length and respect that uh, that it deserves. But it is from uh, Yahira, yes, and uh, I just want to sit down in our next episode and just talk about this email because there is a lot of things to to go over in this uh, nice. email. So, um, just so she knows, I did get it, and we will talk about it here in a uh, in another week or so. So. Okay. As we Come get into the next edition of Vamtober.
2: <laughs>
0: nah. Lots of stuff coming for Vamtober. Super excited. You're going to get a ton of episodes this month. Uh, a couple more than you would normally get. You know, Not only um, uh, one from all of us, but we're going to have Logan in to do a Vam episode. Uh, you're going to get the other side. On the last Saturday, and then you'll get um, Logan's on. Wait, no, we're going to do a chiller filler on actually Halloween. So nice. we got it all worked out. You're going to get a couple more episodes with all of us, and uh, we're super excited. So get ready. Yeah, I'm ready. Vamtober. Ooh. I'm ready. And you know what comes with Vamtober? What?
2: Tell you me t- oh my God, Tell me. excited. Are you excited? <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. It is Vamtober merchandise. Oh! <laughs> so good. To, you guys, Yay! I can't wait. <clears throat> I it's it, obviously it's already out because it came out October 1st. And uh we have go check it out United States Paranormal dot listen, I gotta settle down.
1: I gotta settle down
0: <laughs> when I talk. the United States dot com. Go to the <laughs> merch store. We have uh rib ribbed nip. <laughs>
2: What do we have? Wow, what we is have that?
0: ribbed knit beanies.
2: Oh. Ooh. Yeah,
0: they got a really cool with the Vamtober logo across them. They'll be, uh, they're, they're stitched in. So, yeah. We also have 16 by 20 posters. <laughs> uh, we have stemless wine glasses. Woo! We have can-shaped glasses. We have the unisex t-shirts. We have the uh, quarter-sleeve ra- raglan shirts. And we have a fleece. Zip Up hoodie.
1: Oh, nice. no. Yes. And this design is the shit.
0: It is so good. Esteban did an amazing job with this and uh, super, super excited for you guys to see it. And I hope you love it. And I hope you buy us out of them.
1: Buy them. Buy them and them. then t- take picture of yourself wearing it or holding it or whatever and send it to us so we can see how awesome you look in them.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. I, absolutely.
1: You know, I'm getting one. Something. <laughs> or a few things. <laughs>
0: there, <clears throat> there's a nice long list of things there that you could... Enjoy. Enjoy. Woo! Very much so. I don't want that one. I want this over here. Let me ask you this.
1: Oh,
2: oh.
0: Are you ready? I no. know. Yes. It is, it is Vamptober. woo <laughs> We need a vampire question. Okay. What... Is the rarest blood type vampires would have trouble finding?
1: O oh, negative. Eh.
0: Wrong. he guesses.
1: <laughs> I don't know. O oh, positive. Eh. Wrong. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I don't
0: even know what blood types are. I know. Are, that's what know. I'm
2: thinking. A, A, B. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: close it's AB negative
2: oh because oh. it is the
0: rarest blood it, it, it's the rarest blood out there so AB negative is the rarest Dang, and it close. would be difficult for vampires to find it
1: would that be the tastiest then if that would be i
0: would assume is like the like the uh the drug the of choice
2: of...
1: <laughs> i love the cocaine
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: oh my <Wow>. oh my <laughs> yeah. there you go Simple question. That
2: was very simple. Yeah. Yeah. It,
0: it's just yeah. It's just a nice simple vampire okay. question. It's a good one. Yeah. That's because that's what I do. Only the best for you guys.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Only the best. <laughs> Only the best.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, are you ready to get into today's vampire story?
1: I am. All right. I'm just gonna do a disclaimer here. Uh oh. I'm sorry if I butcher any of these names. For <laughs> places, y'all know me. <laughs> I'm good at it. Okay? The
0: United States of Paranormal at gmail.com.
1: Are you ready? I'm ready. Ready, ready. I'm ready. <clears throat>
0: um. <laughs> 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 I think she farted a little bit on that one, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't smell anything.
1: <laughs> Flawless skin that never seems to age. Eyes that pierce into your soul. Never hungry, but always thirsty. Powerfully charming, yet peculiar. They draw you in with their fascinating stories and hypnotic voices. Voices. But you can't help but think something is a little strange. Vampires. Ooh. I like that. (laughs) I had to hold my breath for that whole thing. (laughs) Sexy. All right. <laughs> Why are you...
0: Because it was great when you went into it. It sounded like I edited it. Like we were all like talking and they're like, oh, you went into this. Deep.
1: <laughs> There's no edit
0: there, people. She just went right into it.
1: <laughs> I had to hold my breath though. <laughs> the first up, Jacques, Jacques St. Germain. He's also, he's known as Comte St. Germain, the Count of St. Germain the Count of (laughs) Racozi, and by many other aliases. And his tale is one of history's most tantalizing mysteries.
0: Tantalizing.
1: Yes, that one.
0: I am tantalized.
1: Tantalizing (laughs) mysteries. (laughs) Records indicate that this man was born in the late 1600s. Okay. But reports by historical figures have told of a similar man that can be traced back to the time of Christ. Hmm. What? That's an old dude. (laughs) (laughs) I got nothing.
0: I mean, you know, if he's a vampire and he never ages with flawless skin.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That never seems to age. As the story goes, in the early 1900s, 1902 to 1904, depending on the source, you know, whatever. A wealthy, middle-aged man by the name of Jacques Saint-Germain moved to New Orleans from France. He took up residence at a house on Royal Street and began throwing lavish parties for the city's elite.
0: Oh. Mm. He's one of those.
1: Yeah. Just oh, I just put myself <laughs> in the eye. <laughs>
0: She can't do the snooty nose. She pokes herself in the <laughs> eye. Real, real nice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he treated his guests to fine meals, but curi- curiously would never partake himself, hmm. never eating. This mysterious host was only ever seen drinking what was assumed was red wine. St. Germain also entertained his guests with stories of ancient times that were so detailed, it was as if he had been there himself. Hmm. He claimed to be a descendant of the Count of Saint-Germain, who was a famed 18th century adventurer, musician, and alchemist, among other things. Mm. Hmm. Guests noted the physical resemblance between their host and the portraits of the Count that he had in the house. Some began to wonder if Jacques Saint-Germain was, in fact, the same man as the Count of Saint-Germain, known to history. Jacques Saint-Germain's charm, enigmatic nature, gained him quite a reputation in the city. However, everything changed one November evening when an injured woman was found running the streets in front of Saint-Germain's house. At first... (laughs) (laughs) Yes? At first, people assumed she had fallen from the second floor balcony. However it quickly became apparent that she had jumped. The police were summoned, and before being taken to the hospital, the woman shared a shocking tale. Uh-huh. St. Germain had apparently invited this woman into his home. Some believe she may have been a prostitute. While she was looking over objects on his mantle, St. Germain lunged at her and bit her neck. Sexy time. Ooh-oh. Prostitute, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, right? Come
1: As on. he was attacking her, a knocking at the front door momentarily distracted him. This gave her the opportunity to escape and jump off his balcony into the street. Okay. Mm-hmm. She got out. With no parachute. <laughs> <laughs> Second just, floor.
0: Just her skirt.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Put it over her head. Um, I'm Mary Poppins, <laughs> yo. <y'all. clears throat> After hearing this accusation, the police then spoke to St. Germain. He assured them that he had made no such attack. Given the late hour, they agreed that St. Germain would return to the station the next morning and give his formal statement.
0: Uh-oh. You oh, see how of- this is going.
1: Yeah. The officers apparently didn't believe the woman and her account and were inclined to trust St. Germain due to his wealth and standing in the community. This decision, however, turned out to be a mistake. Yes. The next day, St. Germain did not appear at the station believe it or not <laughs> <laughs> the police returned to his house to retrieve him but no one answered the door they eventually had to break in and were shocked at the state of things most of St. Germain's belongings were gone he had apparently departed the night the previous night after the incident as the police looked around they saw blood stains on the tablecloth and carpets no food, no dinnerware, no utensils were in the house They did find a number of corked wine bottles, however, upon opening some they realized the bottles were filled with a mixture of wine and blood. Hmm. (gasps) Blood Blood. No one knows where Jacques Saint Germain fled to, but the police were never able to find him. Who he's still out there He could be.
2: He could be a wealthy
1: man. Ladies, stay away from wealthy men. (laughs) it <laughs> could bite you, and you have to jump off the balcony of
0: the second floor. Yeah, with your skirt. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> is this any any relation to the guy that has that really tasty alcohol, Saint Germain's? I don't know. You never had Saint Germain's. Uh-uh. Hey, you know mm-hmm. Saint. Yeah, Saint Germain's. It's very, very good. Maybe it's, it could be. Could that's
1: be maybe that's him. Maybe it's mixed with <gasps> <like> blood.
0: <an gasps> maybe that's why it tastes so good.
1: You're a vampire? I might be. (laughs) (laughs)
0: One. One vampire. Uh, uh, Ah, (laughs) ah,
1: ah. Okay. (laughs)
0: Don't you you watch Sesame Street?
1: Are we doing Sesame Street?
0: (laughs) 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 He is a vampire, is he not? He's a count.
1: He's a cute one. All right. Enough with you. Sorry. Next up, the Carter brothers. The year was 1932. A young woman stormed down Royal Street visibly panicked. She ran into a police officer. Her story sounded a bit far-fetched, tied up by two brothers, along with several other victims, and held captive so the brothers could drink their blood. Mm. Sounds Mm -hmm. like a fetish to me. (laughs) The girl claimed that she was only able to escape due to her captor's carelessness in securing her ropes. Somewhat skeptical, the police agreed to follow her back to the home on the corner of Royal and St. Anne. Okay. This is still New Orleans. Okay. Yeah, New Orleans is known. Once the police and the girl arrived at the home, which was owned by the Carter brothers, they were horrified to find, as the girl had described, four other victims, half dead, tied to chairs in one of the rooms. All the victims had their wrists wrapped with bandages, moist and stained with blood. Two more bodies wrapped in blankets were tucked away in yet another room. The unmistakable suffocating odor of death filled the apartment. Mm. It's stinky.
0: Yeah, death is usually pretty pretty smelly.
1: It seemed the brothers left early in the morning, just before daybreak, and returned every evening just after dark. Immediately upon their return, they would take a take the bandages off of each of the captives' wrists, and using a knife, reopen their wounds until blood flowed freely from the victim's cuts. Why wouldn't they just bite them? I mean, they got the teeth, right?
0: Well, did they? I mean, you know. know. Do all vampires have the teeth? I mean, seriously.
1: Well, yeah, I don't know.
0: Yeah. So you got to get it somehow. I mean, Cinematic Universe says that all vampires have the teeth. (laughs) You know, but... you know, Nowadays,
1: not, yeah, they get them installed. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They caught the blood in cups from which they drank until their hunger was satisfied. The brothers would then redress the wounds with fresh bandages. At least they took care hey, of them. They
0: put a little uh, antiseptic on there?
1: They spoke very little and gave no concern for their victims' well-beings other than fresh bandages after they ate. Rather, the kidnapped were no more than food source headed to certain death.
0: So you said they put it in cups. Mm -hmm. How many cups would it take to fill you up? I don't know. I mean, is that not a legitimate question? I mean, how, you know, I can eat a cheeseburger and be full or I can eat five chicken McNuggets and be full. I mean, well, I guess how many cups of blood does it take to fill your belly?
1: Well, I guess if they're out and about, they might eat when they're out and then only come back for these people when they, you know, right before bed or something. Mm -hmm. (laughs) like a midnight snack. Yeah. I (laughs) need my Milky before bed. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. Unaware that the girl had escaped, John and Wayne Carter, the Carter brothers, went about their routine as usual. Only this time, the police waited for the brothers to return. They were quickly apprehended and upon their capture, confessed almost immediately, begging to be murdered. The brothers exclaimed or explained to authorities that they were in fact vampires and if released would have no option but to continue to kill as their need for drinking blood was beyond their control. It's said the brothers were tried as serial killers, convicted and eventually executed. (laughs) Eventually.
0: How were they executed?
1: I don't know. Off with their heads.
0: Well, that not that how you that you know, they had to be killed with a stake, right?
2: <sighs> if you if you do like more investigation, oh, I don't know when that was supposedly supposed to happen.
0: 1939. No wait, that was yeah.
2: 1932. Ah,
1: 1932.
2: I see I was there are certain people that have like a disease that yeah. They don't have teeth, but they need blood to survive. Like they have well, low iron or something, right? Yeah, they crave they crave people's blood, and they call themselves vampires, and they do things like that. They don't necessarily have the teeth, or and they can go out at night. Some of them can't go out because of whatever disease oh, they have. Oh, yeah.
0: Well, they're not allowed to be in sunlight. Yeah, exactly. some people are yeah. allergic to the sun. Yeah.
2: So, I mean, they could possibly... Be normal people, but have that wrong with them, yeah, or their psychic psyche is yeah <laughs> fucked up I don't know yeah <laughs> so that's just <clears throat> no psychic. that
0: is a that is a very true disease i mean, and I've heard about that i mean it's it's not something that was um you know Hollywood or anything like that it's a true thing right, interesting. I have to think on that one a little bit longer.
2: It could be an explanation why.
0: It could be because they're just trying to uh just survive. I but, you know I just I find it weird that well it was 1932. I mean it's not like you're going to go get medical help or that.
1: Well, you know, maybe that's why, you know, like sunscreen I don't know how well sunscreen was back then either. So I mean you're allergic to the sun, I don't think you can even use sunscreen. But you said
0: these guys could go out during the day though, right?
1: They went out in the beginning like right before dawn and it returned right after dark. So who knows what they were doing between that time. Right on. Um, Maybe sleeping in their coffins or who knows. <laughs> underground or. Yeah. Hanging
0: <laughs> hanging from their feet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> in the bell tower of a church. Oh wait, no. no.
0: You just never know. No,
2: yeah. And oh, if they're know. brothers, you know, they both could carry that same gene mm-hmm. thing. So, hey. That's who true. Who knows. Uh, just a.
0: This is what vampires are all about. That's Welcome nice. to Bamtober.
2: <laughs> it's not all angel and <laughs> look at look at me sparkle. I sparkle. And Edward. That's
0: mm-hmm. what my story's on is Edward.
1: Ooh. Could <laughs> <laughs> at least pick Angel. At least he was a badass. <laughs> I'm more Damon Salvatore. Oh than anything.
0: my goodness. Well, Damon's a badass. Too, Those yeah. two are so and Hollywood. Yummy. So Hollywood.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, our next story in 1728, a group of women arrived in New Orleans. They were all orphans with respectable backgrounds that had been hand-picked for the journey. When they disembarked from the ship, the residents of the city noticed how pale these young, how pale these young women appeared to be. Their luggage was also quite striking. Each woman brought a trunk that resembled a casket. Hence, they became known as the casket girls. Oh. Nice.
0: I saw them on (laughs) Scooby-Doo.
1: Oh, did you? (laughs) They were given lodging on the third floor of the Ursuline Convent until suitable husbands could be found. Oh. Shortly after the arrival of the casket girls, the city started to experience mysterious deaths. The nuns became suspicious of the women who they had taken in. One night, they went in to check on the mysterious casket-shaped trunks. These chests should have been filled with clothing and possessions bought, brought from France. However, when they opened the trunks, they found they were empty. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. Dun. It's at this, this point that the legend branches in a couple different directions. One version, the casket girls smuggled vampires into the new world in those chests. In the other versions, the casket girls themselves were the vampires sleeping in those chests during the daylight hours. Realizing the vampiric situation, the nuns have the sh- had the shutters on the third floor windows nailed shut, using silver nails blessed by the Pope. Oh. Depending on the version, this was done to either seal the vampires in or prevent them from returning to their caskets. They say the shutters remain shut to this day. However, in my research, the Ursuline's convent arrived seven years after the casket girls, and secondly, the convent building wasn't finished until 1752, 1753. The timeline just doesn't fit with the ca- the vampire girls getting sealed on the third floor. Oh. So yeah. Hmm. Okay. So here's here's another thing on that. The, okay.
2: Oh my God, I'm gonna forget the name of the <laughs> what I want to say. Okay, wait. Have you ever heard of the Mandela effect? Yes.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely Mandela. Yeah, we yeah, everybody knows what the Mandela effect is.
2: It's so, so there could be a chance that people have come back and changed the past, mm. and one person remembers it this way, and the other person remembers how it was at the beginning. So people have a different take on what yeah, happened. Yeah, no,
0: I, I get exactly where you're going. I mean, it's... Uh...
2: Like there might be some... Uh, time travel involved and people have changed things.
1: Yeah. um, Sean has always said his dad was a big believer in we're all living in the same time at different times. Like the ghosts to us are people just like us at a different time. Then we're ghosts to somebody else in a different time. Right. And yeah. I can see how that would be too.
0: the Mandela effect and the multi-time continuum and multi-universes and all that is a lot to try to wrap your head around mm. and to set down and timeline it, timeline it and put it in, you know, in some sort of order so you can understand it. Um, it's very, very, very hard to, uh, to do just like kind of off the cup, like what would we do right now? But I, I don't, I mean, I don't think that that can be that far of a reach to really, if you really think about it. Mm -hmm. I think that is something that very well could be. I didn't even, I didn't even think for a one fucking second (laughs) that the Mandela effect was related to someone time traveling and fucking up the path. That never occurred to me. My thought was is that we remember a, a thing this way, but it really never was that way. It was always like the Berenstein Bears or the Berenstein Bears. That's yeah. the biggest. That's the number one deal that uh, that you can talk about when it comes to Mandela Effect, Does everybody remembers it being what the Berenstein Bears, and yeah. now it's the Berenstein Bears. Or yeah. I could have those backwards, people. I'm sorry.
1: I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and
0: it's and it's like. I don't remember. I remember having those books when I was a kid. I don't remember what was on them. But people say they go back and get their books now and they're what it is today. That could, doesn't necessarily mean that something was changed. It just means that you don't remember it that way. You always thought it was like this.
1: But it could, could it have been how people were just pronouncing it?
0: It could very well be it could absolutely Cause be cuz i fuck that.
1: up names all the damn time. <laughs>
0: we didn't notice.
1: <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> That's perfect.
2: But yeah, but all i'm saying is that that could have something to do with that. If somebody went back in time and and changed something there then to co- you know, like that a cover time up? frame, yeah. Yeah. You know what i'm saying? Yep. And they're v- they're vampires what's saying that they c- they, they don't, don't know have- somebody yeah. that could do that and be yeah. like, "Hey, we don't know. Show that it, we weren't it. there, or you know, the people that wrote these things up. The next person that comes along and writes it up, it's, they're following off different.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, I see it. That's a good one.
0: One person escaped from Alcatraz, or oh, exactly it depends and, on where you re- your research and, and exactly. what you're looking at. So, yeah, that could be part of it too. You know, it's different. Different writers, different than uh, something like that. So,
2: yeah. everybody remembers things differently. So. Yep
0: we yep. definitely we definitely need to do an episode about time travel. Yeah. That would be fun. Just doing some research. We, all three of us just put our heads together and bring a couple different stories just to talk about time travel.
2: Yeah, I, I saw a video where they were showing that uh, some guy went out to protest the... Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, the tank's yeah, coming goes, in. Walks... The what? Yeah, the tank's coming in. So he stood in front of them and people remember it that the tanks actually ran him over okay. back in the day but no the video showed him getting up on top of the tank and them opening up and yeah
1: and i <laughs> and i've seen one where there it's a news reporter and you can see all these people walking behind him and then there's this there's like nobody walking behind him and then this girl appears on yeah. the other side of him mm-hmm. it's like what
0: well and there and then then and there and now we're talking about a glitch in the matrix yeah you know his uh and there's a hundred videos of that out there, of planes or or birds or or people just uh, just all of a sudden. What do they? I watched one the other day where they would walk up to a window of a store and they would stand there and stare, and then they would. It was almost like a reset, and they would turn and just walk away. And it was like there were people walking and looking at them, and then there was people that would just walk up and just do the reset and walk away. It was it was a very weird video, but um <laughs> better, better not be fucking
2: aliens. I'm <laughs> telling you right now. <laughs> you know
1: aliens what? are controlling us, Jen. <laughs> Everything goes back to What reality. if they were controlling me, would I be as scared of them? Mm-hmm. I mean Absolutely.
0: They've programmed you to be scared of them.
1: Yeah. But I don't think i have ever seen them. You like one?
0: I don't think I've ever seen, <laughs> like, see
1: <laughs> I've ever seen <laughs> a real alien. How do you know? I don't.
0: How do you know that uh your boss's boss is not an actual alien.
1: What? Who's that? I,
0: I don't know. I didn't want to put specifics on it. That's why I want your boss's boss. So it doesn't even... Well,
1: what if your boss is an alien?
0: What if my boss is an alien? Oh, shit. Would she know it? It's
1: just a big cover-up.
0: <laughs> it is. Maybe my boss is keeps saying that she's scared of aliens when in fact she is an alien.
1: At least I don't pee out of a- my finger. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe did- she's a vampire that sucks the blood out of aliens. I
0: don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> holy shit. We just we brought it all the way back around to <laughs> vampires. vampires.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Good job. So the only the only thing In with the Jacques Saint-Germain is if I was at a party and somebody wasn't eating their own damn food, I'd be like, why aren't you eating, dude? I ain't eating it if you ain't eating it. I don't want food poisoning or poisoning or the shits or anything like that. So if you're not eating it, I'm not eating it.
2: Yeah. If if you if you notice that. But I bet most of the people at the party wouldn't notice that they're just enjoying his free food. You know what I mean?
0: Well, and how many how many parties have you hosted where either you or Sean, who's, who's ever cooking, don't eat until everybody else is done?
1: Have you seen me? I eat <laughs> when everybody eats.
0: Well, let me rephrase that. When I host a party, I always like to make sure that my guests are fully fed before I ever eat, and it's usually the last thing that I do. Yeah. I mean, I eventually will eat because I'm a fat bastard too, so. <laughs>
1: Wow, <laughs> but <gasps> she doesn't eat, does she? She's just she's here so for, she's she's so here so for the booze, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: but you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know that I would uh, that I would look at that and go, wait, why the fuck isn't he eating? I mean, I'd be like, oh, you know, whatever. dude, take your time. Do you drink? Whatever. Well, it's all good. I'm going to be over here jumping on these. But if you're making sure and...
1: all of your your guests are eating, wouldn't you be like, why aren't you eating my food?
0: I, I'm I observant like that. I would. I'd be like, "Hey, yeah. come on, let's eat." Is there, something, is there something wrong with it? Do you, is it not cooked to your preference? Mm-hmm. Is it? Is it too raw?
1: <laughs> would you like to lick the plate of blood off the <laughs> or the plate of blood from a beef?
0: I got some bread. You could sop it up.
1: <laughs> you want some toast? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you, Sid. May I have another? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah, that was just. I was I'm observant like that, so that was when I was researching that I was like, dude, why aren't you eating? Yeah, I know, but I can understand. Yeah,
0: I I just saying that. Be I mean, from my perspective, when you know when I'm when I'm hosting, it's always like it's about my guests or whatever. Yeah, I do the same thing when I'm DJing. I will not eat before the entire reception has eaten because, you know, I don't feel that um, I need Cause to he's be going because I'm a vampire. <laughs> And I, you know, you know, I think it's more important that everybody else goes before me. I'll eventually eat, so it'll be fine. But
2: yeah, yeah, I would like to see a picture of that jock.
1: He does look like the other jock guy, or and then like pull the image,
2: pull the image up, and do like an image search and see if there's actually people
1: like that look like him. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Oh oh, oh, yeah. Oh
0: yeah. That would be
1: cool. you find the picture and then you Google it, yep. put it in the Google bar and it finds people. Yeah. 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 That's a good idea.
0: We're going to do that right <laughs> now. I don't know how to do that.
1: Oh. Okay. We can we, do it offline. Yeah. yeah we can let's do it.
0: Do, let's do it. But let's do it uh, after yeah. we're done recording okay. everything tonight. And okay. It'll be fun. Oh, shit, man. It's going to be fun.
1: <laughs> well, it is Vamtober.
0: <laughs> it is Vamtober. Are you excited? <laughs> uh, what a great way to fucking kick off Vamtober. That was, that was great. great. Loved it. Yeah, that was awesome.
2: The Carter Thanks. brothers and Jock and the coffin girls. Casket. Casket, Casket
1: girls. Casket
0: girls. Take notes.
2: I think I like the idea of them actually smuggling vampires. In. Yeah. Like they were their, what do you call wait, wait, them? Why the would maidens you, or whatever. Why would
1: you think little cute little girls would have... Yeah, Blood exactly. Killers in their yeah. coffin box things. They bought in the originals.
0: <gasps> oh fuck.
1: Come me. here, Klaus. <laughs> Come here. Come here. Come
2: on, it's New Orleans. That's what I'm goes. just
0: I'm just going back to Based your two's on. obsession with the fucking uh vampire diaries and, and all the spin offs and and both of you have watched every episode. What are you fucking looking at
1: up there? I'm not <laughs> looking at anything. <laughs> don't freak me out.
2: <laughs> Nothing. I just, I don't look at you because then I don't talk and then you get mad at me. So oh. I try not to look at him. Oh, Just
1: don't look up there. Because <laughs> <laughs> now we're all going to sit here and look up there. What the
2: fuck are you looking
0: at? Interesting.
1: Ooh. nasty Bud Light thing up there. Let's... Oh. Oh. You need to take that
0: down. It's autographed. I can't take it down.
1: Okay.
0: Actually, I've been thinking about redoing that and having uh mounting the T V over there, but I haven't gotten that far yet. Okay. Anyway, uh great kickoff to uh Vamto over there and J Dub. Thanks. Amazing job. I love the New Orleans stories. I'm a big fan of New Orleans. Um I'm ready to go back and uh uh oh. What do you got?
1: I did find an interview with present-day vampires in New Orleans. Really? Yeah. This is what they said. They drink blood, but also have a regular human diet. They drink the blood from tested donors, like family, friends, or lovers... They have to be very low key because the blood stuff is illegal in New Orleans.
0: Why is it illegal in New Orleans? Because of the voodoo? Because they did something? I mean, I don't they, they passed laws. anybody's
2: allowed to drink blood. No, it's uh, like it's, cannibalism yeah. part
1: of that. Um, but that makes them feel like they're a juvenated member of society. They do not strictly go out at night, they like to go out at night because they have a lot more fun. and some of them have very prominent jobs in the community like they're either really wealthy or they have really high ranking jobs in the community and they're present day vampires yeah huh
2: it's a choice that I think they made Yeah.
1: (laughs) it's not like
2: they were born that way or made that way it's a choice they made yeah what are you shaking your head at me for they were born that way. I said it it's not like, like they were born that
1: way. <laughs> sounds like a Lady Gaga song. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: it, yeah, the, the whole vampire thing is extremely interesting. Uh, there ain't no doubt. And I, it's really cool that uh, you found an interview on pres- with present day, quote unquote vampires. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Uh, you know, is the nutritional value of blood, is that something that that brings people to that? Not necessarily, I mean, can it be a taste? I don't I think know. It's that I it's more like a
2: drug. Yeah, I think I it's a drug. Yeah? Yeah, they I... get, they feel like they get adrenaline from it or something.
1: No. That and I, uh, a long time ago, I watched a documentary on present-day vampires in New Orleans, and I completely forgot about that until now, and they would take drugs and then, like, the, they would have the person that they're going to drink their blood take drugs, and then they would drink from them. And then they got an even more high from it. From what you said, Rocker Chick, about they get an adrenaline rush. Right. They get off on it or something, and then they have the extra with the drugs.
0: Yeah, because it's in their bloodstream. Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm not doing that, though. I doesn't
0: really I, I just I don't find I don't find the attraction of drinking blood. It's not it's that's not one of those oh, things good. that I that I like uh like, good, to I like to try that.
2: good to
1: know, yeah. Good to know.
0: I'd like I'm to glad. try I'd like to try a, a well cooked lamb chop, but uh, you know <laughs> I mean, don't feel like blood is on my although I do like my steak extremely rare. I do like the taste of I that. like
1: a medium. I like a Rare.
0: with a lot of flair. my mom
1: likes them really rare too maybe
0: she's a vampire did you ask her not yet did she ever <laughs> I, I I know I'm not because I like garlic so maybe, I do too oh yeah, uh, she
1: likes uh, garlic too so okay. never mind no
0: yeah she's she's cool she's cool yeah you know, to get some holy water and maybe sprinkle on her she
1: goes to church
0: oh then she's fine
1: yeah
0: she she's just like the rest of us mm-hmm. a little weird and likes her steaks raw yeah there's more flavor in them you know yeah yeah. All right, wonderful job! Thank you. Amazing, thank you. Um, way to kick it off, and uh, I guess I'm up next. So next week uh, I'll be bringing, or yeah, I'll be bringing my story. So get ready!
1: Yeah, woo!
0: I'm not telling you what it is. No, <laughs> it's a surprise. Is it gonna be a surprise? Hopefully, it'll be amazing. It will. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's get out of here. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. Keep it spooky, and I'll see you on the other side. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to The United States of Paranormal. Check us out at the United States of Paranormal.com or at any other of our social media pages. At Twitter, at T O S O P P O D. At Instagram, at The United States of Paranormal. Or Facebook at the United States of Paranormal, or YouTube at the United States of Paranormal seventeen ninety-five.
2: Please check out our other podcasts in the Golden Mojo Entertainment Network. The Call Guys, Golden Image Podcast, Indiana Chiefs fans, the Golden Eighties, murder Nerds, and A Court of Books and Booze.
1: And if you have a location you would like us to check into or a creepy story that you would love to tell us, please email us at the United States of Paranormal at gmail.com. Please like, rate, and subscribe wherever you listen.